Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. Uh, Krishna is an interesting figure. We don't talk that much about Krishna. We're, you know, more uh, into the teachings of the Shaivites and all of that. But, you know, Krishna is, uh, I, I think, uh, what's interesting about him is he's a rogue, like Shiva. And, uh, you know, he steals butter and he... Uh, he kills, uh, you know, demons, but sort of in his spare time, and it's just for a laugh, and you know, there's nothing serious. I, I think his message is uh, the one sin is to take life seriously, you know, and uh, and to uh, to uh, to think that there are any rules uh, when you're in God consciousness, uh, you know. He, he even tells Arjuna, you can break the rule, thou shalt not kill, because nobody dies anyway, right? When the, when the time comes that it's, you need to fight, you fight. Uh, and when it, the time comes to be at peace, you are at peace. There's a season for everything. And you have to be able to be in, in a totally free spirit, which is what I think he signifies, that freedom. He and Radha both signify that freedom of, of breaking past all conventional rules. In their relationship itself, it was a breaking of the rules. Uh, and, uh, and all of the, um, the messages that Krishna gives uh, are messages of, of total love. And if your love for God is total and absolute to the point that you are in union with God, you can do no wrong even if it, it would look wrong in comparison to whatever statutes or, uh, or ordinances of dharma are given at a, uh, a lower level for those who are still in the ego, for whom those rules are indeed important and create a superstructure in which one can grow into Krishna consciousness. But uh, once one has achieved the liberation from the ego, one's in a state of total freedom. And so that's the, uh, the perhaps the great prize that, that one earns through one's discipline and one's surrender to that power and that intelligence that is beyond the ego so that one's um, freedom uh, comes as uh, an impeccable action that is somehow uh, aligned with the necessity of the moment, even though that could never have been predicted or, or have been uh, allowed by uh, any kind of institutionalization of religion or of uh, commandments of God or whatever, because uh, Krishna is able to uh, to see between the lines of the text and the fine print of all the commandments and, and go beyond to that level of the author of the dream who is beyond any of the constraints 
of a being who is still identified with a character in the dream. So, but, but one can't fake that. It has to be real. If one tries to be uh, uh, a trickster or, uh, or a crazy wisdom teacher before one has reached that level, then uh, it's going to fall flat or become corrupted or in some way uh, fail in its, uh, its capacity to blossom into a renaissance in which uh, an entirely new paradigm of reality emerges with beings who have all risen to that level of joy in which uh, there, there is the freedom to be uh, absolutely spontaneously, without reference to any external criteria. But to get to that level, you have to have eliminated all suffering, all taking yourself seriously as an ego, because you don't exist, uh, and uh, a complete elimination of the tragic sense of life that every ego has. It's total comedy. <laughs> You know, really, it, it's all just joy and it's all beauty and it's, and it's laughter. And that laughter, though, can only come in the fullness of, of its reality when it's God's laughter. It, it can't be at any other level. Uh, but to earn the right to that freedom of joy, we really have to have purged and eliminated any sense of suffering any sense of, uh, of being in a world where uh, bad things are happening and not seeing the perfection of it all. It, one has to have that pristine vision. And, and that's the true virginal nature of Krishna. No matter how many gopis he has lain with, he's still a virgin and so are they because of that, uh, that, that total uh, beautiful, uh, incorporeality of uh, the presence of that consciousness. And that is uh, the aim that we have to have achieved, that level of lightness of being that is what really enables the soul to transcend and to become one with God. That lightness that is completely uh, uh, freed itself uh, from any karmic residue uh, and, from, and no longer has any projections on anyone. If there are any projections that you have on anyone of any negative kind or even of a positive kind, uh, because that too is based on either some infatuation or some, uh, some uh, wishful thinking or some, uh, some other uh, egoic need of a mother or a father or of whatever, but one has to be totally free of all projections and all dependency on the other, on any other and every other, in order to be in that state of, of total lightness where one cannot be hurt and, uh, and one's joy is totally contagious and liberating and, and not uh, based in some uh, uh, private joke of an ego or some attempt to deny uh, one's own uh, entrapment in certain attachments and certain identifications, but, uh, but a freedom from uh, any concern for the life or death of the bodily vehicle. It, it's, that's, that lightness is required. 
And so we have to have gone through ego death and the, the rebirth as pure spirit. That is Krishna consciousness. It's also Christ consciousness, but Christ had to do it through crucifixion. Krishna doesn't have to go through any of that. It's just a total path of joy. So I recommend that version uh, of the Vaishnav uh, pathway. But uh, if you have already been crucified, you know, rise off the cross, you know, don't stay on it any longer and uh, get to the same ultimate destination and realize that you are that now and you have a right to that level of, of total blissful living without any concerns for uh, the, uh, the mundane limitations that the big other tries to put on you, that you need money and you need this and that uh, in order to feel good. None of that has any validity or reality. And it's when you have freed yourself from all of that nonsense that the ego uh, is uh, deluded by and indoctrinated into and imprisoned by, when you have freed yourself from all the prisons of belief systems that create some illusion that you have been born into the world as a bodily being and someone else gave you a name and you have to follow certain rules and their fantasies about you and their projections and all of that, when you have been totally freed, which requires total absolute silencing of the ego mind until there is no residue of past tendencies, no residue of addictive habits, no residue of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, projections of, uh, of, of, of traumatic situations from the past onto the present, but there's a complete clean slate in which you are fully present here and now to the divine nature of every being as a manifestation of the oneself. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.